Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. <laughs> Hey guys, it's Candice and Kayla, and we are Directionally Challenged. Yep, we thought we'd have everything figured out by the time we were in our 30s. But surprise, we don't. <laughs> we really don't. And, you know, sometimes it's okay, it, and sometimes it doesn't feel like it's okay, and we're a little all over the place uh, right now with what's happening, and I'm sure you are too. Um, but we're happy that you're here listening with us because we have a fantastic guest on today. We are here with Lauren Berger and you guys, I'm sure remember her. We had an awesome uh, episode with her season one, so much so that we were like, Hey, we need to have you back on. We're recording today. It's Tuesday, April 14th. We are still social distancing um, during the, this global pandemic. A few weeks ago, we had an episode called What the Furlough with Angela Reddick-Wright. We talked about what happens when you are furloughed, um, how to file for unemployment, um, how the stimulus checks will work when they would arrive. And so today we wanted to sit down with Lauren Berger, the intern queen, the career queen, and ask her all about how you can go about finding a job during coronavirus. So here it is, our interview with Lauren Berger. 
And we are here with Lauren Berger. You guys, she is the CEO and founder of both CareerQueen.com and InternQueen.com. She reaches over 6 million people, connecting them with their dream careers. You probably remember her from our season one episode titled Get It Together. Lauren, we are so happy that you are back here promoting your new book as well. It's called Get It Together, Ditch the Chaos, Do the Work and Design Your Success. And, um, you know, you've just been featured everywhere. Hi, good to have you back. Hi, yeah. Thanks for having me back. I loved being on your podcast last time. It's great. So Lauren, did you include a chapter in your new book all about a global pandemic and and what to do in that circumstance? (laughs) No, it's so funny. And I had said to my book agent that I was not going to write. I'm like, I'm not writing another book. I have three books out. I don't need a fourth. And in January, she was like, I really think you should do an entrepreneur book. I could not get connected to it or excited about it. And then about a month and a half ago, I was like, oh, shit just hit the fan for lack of better words. (laughs) And now it's exciting. Like I'm having a baby. I'm, my business is up in the air. No one knows what's going to happen. Maybe I do need to write this entrepreneurship book. So I'm actually working on another book right now because it's just such an unknown time. I feel like the stakes just got higher. So it's, it's quite the, uh, the time. The stakes definitely did get a lot higher. I think it's just hard, you know, people in general are struggling, struggling. People who are working are struggling. People who aren't working are struggling. It's just, there's no easy way to navigate this current work life relationship that we have. And I think most importantly, we need to remember it's okay to ask for help. So that's where you come in. We need some help from you. Um, So, you know, let's talk, I guess, let's start about, you know, people who still have a job and are working from home. Do you have any advice for those? Yeah. So I think if you still have a job, even if you, a lot of people have jobs and their hours have been cut or their salaries have been cut, especially, I mean, it's, it's so interesting because you have really cool, big, flashy companies where salaries are getting cut. And then you have small companies that no one's ever heard of where salaries are being cut. And they say that like, you know, this virus equally affects everybody as it does. And you have people from like all walks of life that are dealing with, um, you know, the same kind of challenges and everybody's challenge, everyone's challenged when it comes to working from home. So I think first and foremost, if you still have your job, even if it is a little bit scaled back in terms of salary or hours, you're very lucky to, to be where you are. And I think first we should all certainly be grateful. I think health, It's situations like this that make us all kind of sit back and say, okay, health is number one. And that's something that I don't think anyone ever thinks about. We're all so busy doing a million things and posting about it. Um, So I think everyone should be grateful for the situation that they're in. And um, if you've worked from home before, good. You had a leg up. I know my company is sort of half in the office, half virtual. So I felt like we sort of had a leg up when it came to having to move solely remote because we were already used to using Skype and Zoom and communicating virtually through Slack and things like that. So I would just say, give yourself some time to restart and focus and learn what this new virtual normal normality is going to be like for the next few weeks or months. For those who have... I'm, I'm sure because you own your own, you have your own business and you have worked from home before. What advice do you have for people who um, might be feeling the 
the struggles of feeling isolated or not feeling motivated or struggling because their day doesn't look like what it used to look like. How can they still be productive essentially and keep their mental health going? Absolutely. So, you know, I would love to lie to you and say that you should get dressed every day and that's going to make you feel like a million bucks. We were joking before we started that today because we were recording. I, I got dressed. Um, I don't think everybody's getting dressed unless they have zoom meetings all day, then maybe they're getting dressed, you know, at the top. But I would say like, try not to turn into that house rat. I've been that person before where I never wash my hair. I'm in sweats all day and it just doesn't make anyone feel good. So I would really try every other day, you know, make sure you're presenting yourself at your best. I would say take every opportunity to connect with people um, on like a Zoom or a Skype. So for example, I have a conference call tomorrow and I realized that five people from my team were on it. And so I said, you know what, let's make this a Skype call so that we can all see each other and feel like we're in the room together. So even though some calls don't have to be over Zoom or on Skype and have that video component, I think it's always nice when you can have that face-to-face connection. So I think really pushing for that. And then just trying to make your day as routine as possible. Um, I have a friend of mine is a big executive at one of the television studios. And every morning she's doing like a live bar class because her bar teacher closed down the studio, of course, and is now doing these classes every morning on live. So that's been a big big part of her day. You know, she's cooking a blue apron meal every night um, and doing that. So I think whatever small things you can adapt to make yourself feel like you have a routine, good for you. And what works for one person isn't necessarily going to work for another. But, you know, just things like making sure that you get up from wherever your desk is at home and you walk outside once a day. I think that's really important. Um, and yeah, just making sure that you, you keep things, that you keep things going and moving and as normal as possible. And then I would also say, don't feel bad about weird at home things that happen. Like we're all home. We get it. Today I had a call this morning and, um, one of our project coordinators, I heard a weird noise in the background. I'm like, what is that noise? It was her cat. It sounded like a baby. Maybe I wasn't sure, but you know, she felt bad. And I'm like, don't apologize. Like we're all home. We have doorbells ringing. Hopefully you don't have toilet bowls flushing in the background, but like, we get it. Your husband's there. There's people there. There's dogs, there's cats, there's babies. Like, I think we're all in this together and we get it and that's okay. And you don't have to feel terrible because your two-year-old walks in the room, you know, during a call, like it is what it is. That's really great advice to not be hard on ourselves too in this time, because I think it's easy to do that. And, you know, there are so many people out there who are in need of work. And so that's another uh, part of this whole experience is those that are in need of work and have access to internet. Um, Is there a way, are there, are there, what, what do you recommend for them and how can we help them through this? Yeah, absolutely. And so many people, either lost their jobs or the network that I work with is a lot of um, current college students and then students that are about to graduate or just graduated. And so a lot of those students are dealing with, you know, I had, I, I worked my whole life to get the Disney college program and now my Disney internship is canceled. Or, you know, I got this job offer and I, I thought it was good, like I had everything planned out and now the company says I can no longer move to New York and I can no longer have my dream opportunity. So everyone's kind of in this um, just strange in-between period. And then a lot of people that thought, oh, I'm going to kick off my job search at spring break. 
well, spring break came and went and there's not much happening. So I would say a few things to those people. I would say, number one, people are still hiring. Um, a great place to look is LinkedIn because when you're on LinkedIn, not only can you look for jobs there, but when I look at my feed, I was just doing this last night. I was surprised with the amount of people that were announcing new positions that they just got. A girl was saying she just got hired at Vogue. I'm like who knew Vogue is still hiring. Okay. Um, another, so many people, there were like 78 people in my network that were announcing promotions they got. So I do think like, while, you know, on a, on a larger scale, people aren't, you know, hiring so much right now, of course, with everything going on, there are companies that are still moving forward with positions that were available before this all happens that just need to be, you know, that, uh, need to be filled. So Number one, there are still companies hiring. Um, number two, if you're still in college, all of the career centers are still open and functioning and they're trying to be there as much as they can to support their students. While they can't do their career fairs that they had planned, a lot of them are planning virtual career fairs. They're open for virtual like resume consultations, mock interviews. So take advantage of your resources just like you would if you were actually on campus. And then if you're really looking for something right now, think about the industries that are hiring. Um, there's great articles on LinkedIn. Um, I like the website, the Muse a lot, M-U-S-E. Um, but they have these great articles about all these companies that are hiring. And there are companies that are doing really well right now. You know, you have your essential businesses, <laughs> the grocery stores, the CVSs, the Walgreens, the Amazons of the world are hiring like thousands and thousands of people. And also companies like Zoom and all of these tech solutions that are enabling companies to work better from home, like Slack, like Asana, um, the task management system, all of these companies are doing great. They're hiring video game companies. They already make so much money, but man, they're doing great right now. I know I'm playing more board games on my phone than I ever have before. <laughs> But uh, yeah, entertainment, you know, Netflix, of course, is, is doing wonderfully. So I think it's really focusing on what industries are doing well and really focusing on that and maybe holding off on like the retail jobs and, and the companies that are clearly being hit hard from all of this. Now, if you if this is your first time for our younger listeners um, who are either coming out of college or looking for a first-time internship or a first-time job, what advice do you have for them um, learning how to interview during this time, like during the time of social distancing and just having to do digital interviews, essentially? Yeah, yeah, that's a great question. Um, and actually, something I meant to say before, too, is I think when you are going through the job and interview process, um, it's really important to be responsive during this time. A lot of people are getting their jobs canceled, right? Their jobs are just being put on hold. I know at Intern Queen, um, just to share, we had given someone a job offer like the week before this happened, and we had to pull back on it, which is something that we've, I've been doing this for 11 years. We've never had to do that, but it was just so crazy. I think it was like the first week of March versus the second week of March were so different. And all of a sudden, like every client we have, you know, went on pause, <laughs> but then in quotes, and we just could no longer predict or see the future, which normally when you run a business, you make decisions based off of 
the future and forecasting and all of that. So I know we had to um, rescind the job offer, which felt awful. But I will say, I think if that happens to you, you need to be responsive. Like if, if someone emails you and says, you know, due to the circumstance, we can no longer offer you your internship or your job or whatever it is, like, don't go silent, like write them back and be responsive because I think everyone's intention is to bounce back from this and to go back to normal. And so you want to keep that dialogue going with your employer. Um, to answer your question about how you deal with like the virtual hires, um, one piece of advice is when you're doing a virtual internship. Um, and a lot of people do, even before this happened, a lot of people were doing virtual interviews. Try not to let, um, you know, the computer is a wall, right? Or the phone is a wall. Um, I think usually you have to hype up the energy a little bit so that your personality can really kind of come through as I stare at you guys and try to, <laughs> to attack you over Zoom here. But, you know, pump up the energy a little bit because there is like a wall in front of you, sort of. Um, and then I think it's just a matter of selling yourself like you would in the room and, and really not making it feel any different. I think you can have a really successful interview, you know, over Zoom or FaceTime or house party or whatever tool you're using. And then continue the follow-up scenarios that we discussed in our first episode with you, right? So check in with them after the interview and then continually, even if the job didn't work out, continually email them and kind of just stay in touch in case, you know, there were an, an internship to that would come through or a job opportunity. And um, that is one thing we're still able to do right now, right, is virtually connect. So whether that's, you know, through social media or email or text or just continually try to stay in the forefront of their mind should an opportunity come through. Absolutely. Um, we actually posted on our, I going to find it, um, on our intern queen Instagram this week, like two email templates that people can use. Um, like one of them is for literally if your internship gets canceled, you could write back and say, hi, so-and-so, I really appreciate this note. Although I'm disappointed the opportunity is no longer available. I completely understand given the current situation. Please keep me posted on any other opportunities that might arise. I'd love to stay in touch and we'll reach out in a few weeks once this is settled down, thinking about you and your team during this time. But we have some email templates up on our at intern queen handle. And, um, yeah, the point is exactly what you're saying. It's be in touch and be responsive and then actually follow up in a few weeks. I mean, we're all doing the same thing. We're all trying to keep things moving as best we can, um, but also be mindful and sensitive and, and nobody wants to come across as tone deaf during this time. Um, for me as a, as a businesswoman and as sort of a salesperson, I'm always reaching out to companies and trying to sell them on working with us. So it is this weird thing because you feel kind of like a jerk emailing anyone during this time. But then I have to remind myself, you know, no, you're doing your job and you're trying to keep the ship moving as best you can. So what I try to do is whenever I'm emailing ultimately a stranger, I try to address the situation, you know, whether it's, hi, Karen, hope you're holding up okay, or whatever, you know, that line is. But I try to make sure that people understand that I am aware of what's going on in the world. And I would pass that advice along to anybody who's reaching out to anybody during this time. I think it's important to show that you're mindful of the situation. We're all dealing with it and you're trying your best to navigate. And maybe there's a way that you can help them, whether it's 
hey, I saw that you were hiring for this internship position. I didn't know if you're still hiring, but I definitely wanted to put my name in the mix. I understand the process might be slowed, but I'd love to be considered. So just being mindful goes a long way. Thanks for creating those templates because that's yeah. hard sometimes to figure out exactly how to word what you're feeling and emotions right. are high and it's hard to, you know, it's just easy to feel all over the place. So yeah. Yeah. And no one knows how to deal with this, right? <laughs> because companies are already having to change, shift their views and their perspective. I would assume that companies are having to um, run their operations differently right now. A lot of them, at least. Um, can you essentially pitch your own internship or pitch your own paid internship or just reach out to that dream company still and see if there's a different opportunity than what they're offering? Or is this just not the time to do that? I think, I think yes and no. I was talking to a student the other day who said she had, I think it was, maybe she got an internship at a boutique in Atlanta, something like that. And she was so excited, so excited. And she followed up with the company and they kind of put the brakes on it and said, let's reevaluate after June 1st. And then, you know, she wanted to kind of do what you're saying, suggest her own internship and do this and do this. And I read some of the correspondence and I think that part of it is kind of, just trying to gauge the tone that you're getting from the company. And, you know, again, trying to put your feelers out of, is this the right time? I think for like a boutique, for example, they are probably so stressed, having to close their doors, losing so much money. I think you want to be sensitive to the situation. And I think realistically, you as the intern are, are probably not their first priority, right? They're probably trying to keep the lights on. So I do think you have to kind of find that wiggle room. But if you feel like there could be an opening, like someone says to you, we really want to make this work. We're just trying to figure out the logistics. Maybe I say to someone, you know, we've always had interns in the office and we just don't know how to do it virtually. I think that's an opportunity for someone to come in and say, you know, you guys are busy enough. I can take on, you know, XYZ projects, do them from home, check in with you guys once a week. And I would love to support you guys through this hard time in any way possible. So I think it just sort of depends on the tone and the conversation and kind of the, the challenge that the business has been presented with. Um, so I think, yes, you can create your own internship. It just sort of depends on the circumstances that you're sitting in the middle of. Hey guys, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back in just a minute. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do 
not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com It's time to get more in 2024. I know for me, one of my goals is to feel really strong this year. And honestly, so far, so good because that's where 310 Nutrition comes in. It's helping me and our listeners in the new year with protein and super rich food products with so many options and flavors. Right now I have the chocolate bliss and caramel sundae and they are both so <laughs> delicious. I have to hide them from my husband so that he doesn't steal them too. They're a triplex protein blend, plant-based proteins that include pea, brown rice, and pumpkin that leave me feeling full. 310 Nutrition also has a hydrate electrolyte drink mix my favorite is the peach mango flavor. So not only am I hydrating and drinking water, I have an electrolyte blend, vitamin blend, and it's sugar-free. With one stick of hydrate mix into 16 ounces of water, and it can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water. Thank you. This way I can keep my resolution, keep feeling strong, have greater focus, feel refreshed, and maintain my hydration without having to drink as much. One of my favorite refreshing water enhancers they have is the lemonade flavor. It gives me energy. This one's also sugar-free. It's used with real lemons and it's pH balanced. And this also offers the same hydration as two to three bottles of water. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code CHALLENGED and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products that you know you'll use and will help you keep your resolution. So go to 310nutrition.com and use the code CHALLENGED right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310-nutrition.com and use code CHALLENGED. It's all the good stuff your body needs in flavors you crave. So be healthier effortlessly. back. 
So there's a lot of downtime right now with all of this. And I keep hearing, you know, the the idea that, like, you know, we need to do make the most of this situation and come out of this on top. And and I while I do think that's extremely important for everyone to do, I think it's also important to remember that, like, we can do our best and just take it day by day. Um, but for those who are really inspired to kind of continue to further their career and maybe try and restructure their resume or do do something to try and help them. Themselves. Um, do you have any tips that we can do right now at home to to feel like we're on top when all of this um, when we come out from underneath all this? Yeah, it's so funny because so I'm um, for all of your listeners who don't know I am very pregnant and due in like five days, <laughs> and I'm kind of having that same battle internally, even aside from the pandemic. It's like how much of me is supposed to be work, work, work versus how much is supposed to be like, give yourself a break. You're about to have a baby. But I'm like, there's nothing to do. I can't go outside. I can't go anywhere. It's not like I have errands to run with the current situation. So I just think everyone in their own way is kind of dealing with this pressure to like, you know, I I don't want to be I don't want to be overly productive because it is this opportunity for everyone to relax. There's a lot of stress and anxiety and complicated feelings happening with everybody versus should I be using this time to be productive? So I feel like everyone has to sort of find that balance. Um, and, and like you were saying, Kayla, not be too hard on themselves during this time. Um, but for everybody, that balance is different. And I think being productive is great. I've talked to a lot of people who are taking this time to do different certifications and courses, whether that's Google Analytics or on LinkedIn and just taking different classes. I know there's websites like Britain Co, um, where I've actually taught a lot of their classes and I think they're offering all of their classes either free or discounted or something like that. You can do like a calligraphy class or a, you know, whatever that kind of classes that you want to take. Um, And then now is a great time to spruce up your resume, to get your materials together. I actually think it's an okay time to reach out to contacts that are not working in essential industries, Um, clearly not first responders or anything like that, but asking for informational interviews. Um, I do that all the time as a businesswoman, um, even though I'm not in college anymore, far from it, but I'm always reaching out to people and asking if they'll sit down with me and give me advice. And I feel like right now I either get people saying, oh my gosh, I'm so busy. The world is nuts. Or I get people saying, you know what? I actually do have some time now that I'm not going out every night and running around every day. I'll get on the phone with you. So I do think it's a good time to connect with people, to FaceTime and Zoom with people you haven't connected with in a long time, um, to catch up. I just, I was on my LinkedIn profile last night and I was like, oh gosh, there's so many like weird old messages and connection requests I need to go through. So going through projects like that, I think that's, you know, now's a great time to do all of that. That's such great advice. Thanks. It just feels so... um it feels so hard right now to have this conversation because there are so many different people in so many different uh, times in their life. Um, Is there a part of this that you feel like we haven't addressed that needs to be addressed? Um, let's see. I just think that it's so, I just think it's important to remind people that it sounds cliche, but like we are all in this together and no one knows what's going on. So regardless of what industry you work in, it just, it's like the blind leading the blind. We're all trying to do our best to plan for when things bounce back without having any clue 
when things are actually going to bounce back. So we're all having the same kinds of um, conversations. So I would say almost like cut people some slack and, and give people a break and just remember they don't know. So, you know, for example, like I, with Intern Queen, we have our student platform and then we have a college marketing agency and we're trying to get brands to say yes. But when brands can't say yes to us, like we, yes, it's frustrating, but we have to remind ourselves that it's not their fault. Like no one knows what tomorrow is going to bring. No one knows if the end of this is May 15th or June 1st or August 1st or like nobody knows. And so it's important for everybody to remind themselves that no one has the answer and we're all just trying to do the best we can in a really uncertain situation. Um, it is really ironic though, because my, my book, Get It Together, um, is all about how everyone's too busy and everyone's too busy making plans and making commitments and overscheduling themselves. And we all don't have time for anything. And when we do have time, we spend it posting on Instagram, pretending that we're doing things that we're not even doing right now. And so it is like, again, taking the pandemic scary part out of it. You know, it is interesting that we've all been given this time to get it together and to just be with our with ourselves or our friends or our family or you know whoever you're quarantined with and have some time because we haven't had time in years we've all been way too busy with our experiences and our groupon trips and our again instagram adventures and our pretty brunches and influencer stuff like you know it is really interesting and kind of wild that we are all basically being told to sit home and do nothing and when's the last time any of us did that so I do think like when this is over I bet everybody misses it a little bit and everyone says like oh man I really should have done this while I was in quarantine but of course hopefully we all get healthy and better and, and the world comes back together soon for any other business owners listening what advice do you have for them um, when they have to have those tough conversations you know you mentioned that you had, you know, a job buffer out to someone and then you had to, you know, retract it. Yeah. So I would say, try to say something to your team. Like we hadn't said anything to anybody because it's so hard when you, you literally can't see the future and that's the only way you make decisions as a business. So it's so hard when you have no idea what's coming and then you think like, Oh, well maybe in two weeks we'll know what's going on. Well, what, four weeks have gone by? No one knows what's going on still. This keeps getting extended. And so I know from, you know, with my business, we hadn't said anything to our team really, because frankly, we didn't really know what to say. Um, and like the, the grants that the, not the grants, but the loan programs that the uh, federal government is doing with the Payroll Protection Act and all this stuff, it, it kept changing. And so we just didn't know what was what. Um, so we didn't say anything for a while. And then I heard friends and family talking about how they were freaking out because their bosses hadn't said anything to them. Um, so I actually said to our CFO, I was like, we got to say something. Like, I don't care 
matter what it is. We just have to have a conversation with our team and be as transparent as possible. And so actually last week we hosted a town hall and I have a small company. It's less than 10 people, but we had a little virtual town hall over Skype so we could all see each other and our CFO led it. And he basically just, you know, said what he could. We're, we're lucky in that we're not doing any layoffs at this time. Um, we obviously can't see the future, just like I was saying before, no one can, but we said that, you know, we're not doing any layoffs at this time and we're behind the scenes, you know, fighting tooth and nail to keep things running as normally as possible. And, you know, we talked about what we can do during this time to all be proactive and kind of come together versus what we can't do. Um, and it was a really positive conversation. We gave everybody a forum to ask questions and reiterated to our team that we're here if anybody needs anything. And that was the best way that we knew how to handle it. But I would say to other business owners, I do feel like the team was really receptive to that and really grateful just for the conversation, because I get it. Everybody, you know, you have everyone in your life saying, are you getting fired? Is your salary changing? Are you doing this? Are you doing this? Like, and you, you want an answer to that. So um, I would say be transparent, try to get ahead of it, have a conversation, say something. <laughs> um, I think, again, everybody understands that you, you know, you can't guarantee people a job forever if there's no economy, but, you know, can do what you can. Um, remind people that you're there. And then I would also say to business owners, look into what the federal government is providing us with, because for any business under 500 people, which is a lot of businesses out there, um, they are providing a lot of help. And um, for us, I believe it's going to work and I think we'll be able to take advantage of it. And I think a lot of other people will as well. So before throwing in the towel and saying like, oh, this is never going to work, just look into the resources that are out there because um, something might work for you. And if you do have to, you know, furlough someone or let them go, um, for anyone listening that is going to have to go through that, is there any advice you have for them um, to do that if there's even a correct way to do that? Yeah. So I think for the business owner, I do think I, I, there was a time where I thought we might have to go down that path and who knows, maybe we do have to do that, you know, in, in weeks or months to come. But I would say like, you do have to at some point let go of this. I'm everybody's hero mentality and you have to do what's best for, you know, these are business decisions, not personal decisions. And you do have to look at the whole picture and do what's best for the business and for the team members. You know, a lot of people are laying off employees because it's better for the employees financially to get unemployment than to get the reduced hours or the cutbacks or whatever it is. So I think that you have to take yourself out of it because it feels so personal, especially when it's your own business, like everything is so personal. So I do think you have to try to remove yourself and make the decision that's the, um, you know, the most beneficial and healthy for the business and the employees, of course. Um, and uh, I would say try to do it sooner rather than later so that it doesn't become, you, you want to you try to make it, you want to try to take a stressful situation and make it the least stressful you possibly can. So you want to make sure to give everyone plenty of notice. Filling out unemployment forms takes forever. It's a whole process. It's all unorganized right now. So try to do things earlier rather than later. Like I wouldn't wait until the last minute when you're running out of cash to you know, lay people off, like try to do it while you still have some sanity. Um, and then if you're someone who is getting laid off or furloughed, I think it's helpful to know like you're not the only one. And if you talk like 
personally speaking, so many of my friends and family have been affected by this. It's insane. I mean, people that I always thought like, wow, they have it made, you know, I mean, everyone is suffering from this in different ways. So you, if they say what, uh, alone together is the hashtag. And I think you can really find comfort in that. And everyone's, I think, being refreshingly transparent about what they're going through. And that's helpful as well. So I know we're not there yet, but as someone who has started her own business, um, in the future, way in the future, um, for our younger listeners that are graduating from high school and going into college or graduating from college, what advice do you have when it does come time where the world starts turning again and things start feeling somewhat in this new normal place about um, taking that first step into starting a business or finding a job um, in this new world? Can you even kind of predict what that would look like comparatively to your experiences when you started Intern Queen? Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. It's so hard to know. I don't know how different it will really be. Um, But I would say that what this environment is doing and this idea that once this all goes away, it could, everyone is saying, oh, well, it could come back in the fall. Um, And I think, I know what that's done for myself and my business is it's really caused me to think like, okay, if this were to come back in the fall, how can we shift our offerings to make sure it makes sense? Like a lot of what we do for Intern Queen is college events based. So now we're having to think if there's no college events because people can't be around each other, people can't be touching each other, whatever it is, like how can we create events on Zoom, you know, that still have that personal component that still have impact and results. So I I would encourage everybody, if you have a business idea, I would be thinking like, how can I take this idea and make it virtual? You know, if none of these conferences and female empowerment panels that there's so many of these days, if none of those exist, how do we, how do we recreate those and redefine those um, opportunities and moments and memories and do them online? So I know that's a lot of the conversation at Intern Queen right now is, you know, how can we still reach college students in a meaningful way if we can't do it in person? And it's, you know, once you start thinking about it, there actually are so many different things that you can do. Um, so that's kind of how I would be thinking about it. Um, and the same thing for people that are that are job searching, you know, if for some reason you can't go into a big corporate office, you know, how can you make sure you're ready and set up for the virtual work from home life? And now there's so many resources so that people can read about it and read tips on how to, you know, do it the best. I think you can really prepare yourself to be an excellent virtual job candidate. I was just going to say, Lauren, as always, like you have such fantastic advice and I'm so grateful to have had you on today. I mean, there's just so many different aspects to this that, um, you know, we're all trying to navigate and, um, your advice has really helped me and I'm, and I know it'll help anyone listening. Um, Thank you. Yeah, I I hope so. And, you know, I think, again, we're all here for each other and all here to help. And I just want to wish you really good luck on a huge life change that's (laughs) happening um, that could happen any minute. As we've been recording this the whole time, I'm like, oh, she's moving. Is something happening? I know, right? Is something happening? (laughs) Um, We're so excited for you to embark on this new 
journey as a mom and to continue to be just this, the awesome businesswoman that you are. And um, I know that there's a lot going on in the world, but like, we just want to say you've got this and we love you. And thanks, thanks for being here for us during, you know, a really um, unprecedented time. Yeah, absolutely. Well, if there's anything I can do for any of the listeners, I'm here to help. Everything is just at intern queen or at official career queen. And then I will keep the two of you updated on everything, baby. Yay. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Lauren. We really appreciate it. Great. Thanks, guys. Lauren is always so informative whenever she's come on this podcast. I love that she talked about all these templates that she has up on her websites uh, on intern queen and career queen on how to navigate uh, emailing companies, emailing employees during this time and all of her great advice about working from home. There's this meme that was going around that I just absolutely loved because, you know, Kayla, you put it so perfectly that everyone's feeling this pressure of like productivity Um, and having to take this time and seize this opportunity. And the reality is, is this isn't necessarily just this like vacation. This is not a, we're all just now working from home. Um, But there's this meme that said, you're not working from home. You're staying home because of a global pandemic trying to work. And I think that that's what we need to remind ourselves. Absolutely. That's so well put. All of us will come out of this knowing someone who passed and it's important to take this day by day. It's okay if we're teetering on the brink of sane and insane and it's okay. And it's important to remember, like Lauren said, that we are all in this together. Um, Our dear friend is a writer. Candace and I have a friend, Nick Miller. He wrote something that really resonated with me too. It says the world is on hold. So hold on. And it really is true. So we hope you guys enjoyed this episode with Lauren and uh, took away some things that might help you. And if you didn't, that's okay too. Just remember, we love you and we're all in this together. And we'll see you next week for another episode of Directionally Challenged. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.